Hello, and welcome to episode 52 of Grace in Progress. My name is Brianna Leach. I'm a wife, a mom of three, and a licensed counselor who loves being outside in this glorious fall weather and my new tangerine tea. And I firmly believe that if you woke up this morning, then you have a purpose. If you are new here, welcome. The goal of this podcast is to create a safe space for you to learn more about yourself, take small steps to become the person you were created to be, and give yourself lots of grace along the way. And if you've been listening for a while now, welcome back. I'm so glad you joined me again. Today, we are going to be jumping into a topic that is not unfamiliar to this podcast. I actually have a couple other episodes about self-care, but today I want to specifically focus in on unconventional practices of self-care because I love this topic. It does not look the same for any person. That is one of the biggest self-care myths is that it's one size fits all. When you first think of self-care, what pops into your mind? We know that caring for ourselves is important. The saying is, if you don't take the time to care for yourself, your body will force you to find the time to take care of yourself. But I'm curious, how are you currently caring for yourself? I've always defined self-care as anything you intentionally do to connect with your true self. What makes you feel like you? This is taking care of yourself by acknowledging the person within, not just your everyday tasks and responsibilities. And again, as unique as we all are, so will be our self-care. I want to highlight some of the fun or unconventional ways that you can show yourself some love. I mentioned at the beginning of every podcast that there are things that I love or I'm currently enjoying, honestly, to keep a list going for myself, to access at any point if I can't think of something myself. These are things that bring me joy and help me connect to who I am inside, not just my job or roles as wife, mom, daughter, sister, friend, etc. So let's jump right in because between my own quirky self-care to the submissions that you guys made to ones I've seen in counseling, we have a lot of fun content. One of my own unique self-care practices has to be continual self-talk. I have so many mottos, mantras, sayings, whatever, that I regularly say to myself that I've lost count. I did my best. Is this worth my time? Five, five, five. It won't always feel this way. These may seem small, but it's a form of self-care because I'm taking the time to acknowledge the moment that I'm in and actually talk myself through it. Think about it. If you had a friend that was right beside you and struggling with something or even just had a great achievement, would you be silent? Not if you're a decent friend, probably not. (laughs) So why would you treat yourself any differently? The loudest voice you hear is the voice inside yourself. So for me, a unique form of self-care is a continual dialogue in my head. Whether it's talking to myself, talking to God in breath prayers, one-liners, little things throughout the day, the dialogue never stops. And that's a form of self-care for myself. In several of the submissions, it was centered around shopping. So one person said they buy themselves a lot of shoes. (laughs) Another person said they go bargain shopping and try to stretch 
a certain budget as far as they can and the thrill of the competitive shopping, price matching, that kind of stuff is a form of just loving themselves and that side of themselves. Another person said they learned to budget in even a small fun money budget every month so that they knew without guilt they could buy something small. Maybe it's the coffee splurge that you wouldn't normally do. It's cheaper to make it at home, but there's something special about driving through or going to the coffee shop, getting that one special drink or maybe that seasonal drink that's only around for a limited time. And because you put that into your budget as a form of self-care, you know you have room for it. One key characteristic about self-care is that it's not harming to yourself or others. So we know self-care isn't selfish, but we also know it's not self-harming or harming someone else. So shopping for yourself when it fits in your budget, fantastic. Stress shopping for yourself when you can't afford it and it's gonna hurt you in the long run, that's not self-care. That's unhealthy coping. So (laughs) there's a big difference. I wanna jump into some other examples, but I think it's important to note that Sometimes when we think about self-care, we just think about pampering, but really self-care is so multidimensional with mind, body, spirit. You can emotionally care for yourself. You can mentally care for yourself. You can physically care for yourself. There are different layers to it. So even for one person, it's not always going to look the same depending on what your needs are in each season. So a lot of us right now are on screens more than we usually would be, whether it be through work, through schooling, just trying to stay safe and not be out as much. But a form of self-care when we've been looking at screens for so much of our days would be doing the exact opposite. Self-care for your mind, body, and spirit might include making something with your hands. It could be cooking. It could be like my husband who does leather craft, that is majorly his form of self-care and the way he distresses after a busy week of using his mind and talking a lot in sales and management. He comes home, he creates things with his hands. So if you can reimagine self-care as doing almost the opposite of what is taking up the majority of your mental energy and your time, your soul refreshes itself in that way. If you're someone who works with your hands every day, then maybe on the weekends or in your self-care moments, you exercise more with your mind of reading a book, researching a certain topic that you're interested in, doing something the opposite of what the majority of your time is used to doing. It's just good to have a gear shift. That's a form of self-care that isn't as typically talked about, but can be very beneficial to connecting to your inner self. All right, another form of self-care that was brought up more than once, and I practice myself, are dance parties. So this is wonderful self-care because you energize your spirit and you also are connecting to maybe your older self, depending on the music you're using. I tend to use music from my high school, college days, And it's amazing how the music transports you right back to wherever you were when you listened to that in that season. But I loved hearing from some of you how dance parties in the car, dance parties in the kitchen, dance parties when you're gearing up to go to a sports game. I know my family does that. We love 
jock jams before one of our kids goes and plays a game, even t-ball. It's the World Series, man. We are going for it. So (laughs) self-care for yourself with dancing. Great for your body. Great for your mind. You just can't go wrong with it. Another example of unconventional self-care would be one of my clients that I really enjoyed working with would often take herself on a date. I'm talking drive herself to a restaurant or go to the movies or go do an activity all by herself. She had several children. She worked a busy job. And this was a way to treat herself to the quiet that she needed, but also indulging in some of the foods or activities that she'd been wanting to try and hadn't taken the time for. Maybe that's something that would work well in your life as well. Some of these that I've talked about have felt more surface level self-care to this point, even though a good dance session can hit you on a soul level. But some of the submissions that you guys made had to do with emotional self-care. And typically, if I hear emotional self-care, the next word that pops into my mind is boundaries. You can practice regular emotional self-care by putting up boundaries in your life. I'm going to do another episode on boundaries in the future, but how I view boundaries is not building up iron walls that no one can get through, but in the house of your life, you know where the doors are, you know where the entry and the exit is, you know if the windows are locked. Those are boundaries. It's not that no one can get in, but you just know where to direct them. So a couple of you said, hey, I had to unfollow someone on social media because every time I saw their page, it evoked a response from myself. And I wanted to take care of myself a little bit more. I wanted to love myself and take one stressor out of my day. Some of you said you had to put up some firmer boundaries with family members. And that's really, really tough. But that is absolutely a form of self-care. Maybe you've had to put up the boundary of accepting that no is a complete sentence and you don't have to explain yourself to everyone. That might be a form of self-care that you haven't employed in the past. You're getting used to it. And just like any practice, it takes time to get used to it. If you think about self-care, you see a common theme. What is needed in order to even come up with these unconventional, unique self-care practices? Awareness. You have to know yourself to know how to care for yourself. If you've listened more than a few episodes, you know my motto of awareness makes you awesome. And it really does because once you know how uniquely created you are, how cool you are, and what you have to offer the world, you realize you're worth taking care of. You're worth investing some time, some money, some words. You're worth it. I hope this episode has given you a few ideas that you could implement into your week ahead or maybe make some tweaks to what you're already doing, but keep the ideas coming. I love hearing from other people what they do to care for themselves because it's so important. Like I said earlier, if you don't take the time to care for yourself, your body will force you. Just like our physical health will force us if we don't take care of that, our mental health will do the exact same thing. The body always keeps the score. If you enjoyed today's episode or any of the content that has been created through this podcast, the best way you can show me that you enjoyed it is to share it with friends or to 
leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast. But I always appreciate your feedback and want to continue to make content that you are benefiting from and enjoying. I hope everyone has a wonderful week ahead. And as always, you've got this and I'm cheering you on. Thanks for listening.